Yeah, this is Ronnie Rose. <laughs> Hassani. Ronaldo. This is Barroom Talks. Yeah, let's yeah. get it cracking. I mean, it's just like when you see like people struggling in the streets, you know, and, yeah. and you know, just struggling like in life in general. You just kind of like, you know, what's what's up with this? Like, what's going on? Right. You know, why <clears throat> why is that a, a common thing? I don't know. It just seems like uh, in Baltimore, it's been like that for a long time. I mean, I, I haven't been living in Baltimore too long, but, I mean, like I said, it's one of those common themes yeah. in America. Like, you got the inner city, big cities, like, you run into these problems. Yeah. The biggest part of it is education. Yeah. And all lack thereof, education, yeah. so that's it. Well, that's what I was, yeah. that's what I was saying as far as the, um, just not having enough money in the school system. And yeah. it's like, you know the money's there, it's just not getting to the school system. So I feel like it's kind of an issue where it's like, when people, I don't know, I always have this talk with, no no disrespect to my white friends, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you have this talks where they say, you know, like, why don't you just leave them? Why don't you get out and go do something? It's so hard to do It's that. so hard. Yeah. And like, not only is it because it's like, you're trapped in that environment, that's yeah. your mentality, that's what you know, yeah. but it's like, you can't just leave and just go get a job. And right. then it's like, when the jobs that are already there, it's like, there's so much crime and problems going yeah. on in the city that it's like there's not many businesses that are thriving in the city to get a job with in the first place. Well, the starting line is so different. You know, for the middle classes, it's like yeah. right here from like the city point of view, it's like right, right. here. So right. you can't just, really yeah. compare that. Yeah. You know, you can't be like, yo, dude, just get a job. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Exactly. You know, there, there yeah. has to be like a... I mean, but what really is the middle class? That's what I'm saying. There's no... Middle class is no longer what it was, man. Middle class is now like you're a millionaire. You think That's so? how I see it. Like I really do. I mean, you like you, I think it's just like there's different tiers. I would look at it as like well, you're right at you're right about six figures. Well, well yeah, that's yeah, how okay. I see it. And uh, I think that I think there's tiers. I would break it down. Like the middle yeah, class would be in like three parts. Like there'd be like the upper middle class, like the middle okay, middle okay. class as well. Yeah, 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 because it's like class. you could be making fifty <clears> k, and I think that's still like that's almost poverty now compared to what you really need in order to live in certain places. Yeah. Like, it all is relative because it depends on the cost of living. Like, you can live down, let's see, live in, like, Atlanta. Yeah. Cost of living, you make 50K there, you're going to get a, a lot nicer house than you would 50K here True. because cost of living living's difference. But think about how much you really have towards, yeah. like, you're, no job's going to pay, 50, like, 50K down there is probably, like, an 80K job here. Yeah. I no. mean, I, I look at my life, and I'm fortunate because I was definitely yeah. born in a middle-class family. But mm -hmm. I think it's all about being aware of your situation. Right. You I know, agree. because, like, I have opportunities that, you know, most dudes in the city don't will have. never have. Yeah. Right. You know, like, just the different music, the different friends, the different places I've been and shit like that. So Just it, it's, quiet. Yeah. It, so it, <laughs> don't yeah. even get the experience. Just yeah. quiet. Exactly. It's probably weird when you first, yeah, when you used to come up and visit here. Yeah. You're just, just like, like a whole new world, man. Yeah. Like being back on Greg Court, it's like, you're yeah. like, there's no noise. Like it's just nothing. It's more yeah. quiet than this. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, is man. quiet. And then, you it's know, crazy. you go 15 minutes that way, you're in a jungle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like no time. So, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. it's really crazy. Um, I was watching this podcast, Joe Rogan podcast with Michael C. Hall, and the and mm -hmm. the cops, they're still using the same manuals that they used in like the 1980s. Oh, yeah. I remember the guy that got interviewed from, he used to be a Baltimore City Yeah, Cop. Michael C. I think his name was that, Yeah, that's guy. Yeah. yeah. Joe Rogan. I saw that. Yeah, and I'm just he like, it to me. I mean, yeah, maybe really I just shot it. Yeah. That? No, but this was like kind of. I really this, was, man. man. I was like, yeah. that is that is so far. That's so like out of my 
brain that I'm like, what the f- like, what's going on? I hear it. There's know? no updates. Look, I mean, like, if you want someone to like defend themselves, right. teach them how. You know, don't just give them a gun and send them out into the world. Right. Because what are you gonna do? You're gonna shoot somebody in the face. Yeah. You know. So it's just fear's gonna control it no matter what. I don't care how trained you are. If you feel like your life's threatened, you're gonna react that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there needs to be like some type of community policing. Is what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, like give them MMA training or yeah. something like that. Or something that like the weapons changes. They have, but they have hand to hand, you know. They do get trained. They have the really? self defense training in that training. sense. Yeah. But it's not that good though. It can't be. But they don't train. How can you train yourself for a situation like that? That's the thing. Yeah. You know, like you, you have to make a decision yeah. like that. It's but, not like a you're well, training for like pre. That's hard, and then like judgment is hard too. Because like when you yeah, pull when up, do you know is the right time to do yeah, that? Yeah, man. That's you know? what I'm saying. But you you can't train yourself for those situations. It's not easy being a cop. It's no, not, that's not why I respect them as much I, as I, really I have do. to. I respect cops, to. but it is it's they're in a different. But what perspective. about? And I keep saying this: mm-hmm. community policing, like back in like our moms. You, you know, think that era. works though? Yes. Really? Yes. If a cop, think about it. You got a police officer or whatever that lives on your block. Yeah. He's going to know pretty much everybody that lives on the block. So just keep the same police in that same in the community. same in the same community. Okay, I see. And that saying. way you actually have a better involved. You have a connection. You have like better involvement. Right. At different times. Exactly. Yeah, it's like small, town, random, small like, town police. Basically. For instance, like if I all right, say I'm a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. So say I'm a police officer and I live uh, in Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I work in Timonium. Uh-huh. I don't know. Sh- I don't know. I don't yeah, know shit about Timonium. So I'm gonna drive down the streets. And I'm see something that looks suspicious. They might not even be that suspicious because exactly. you know this person could be suffering from this disorder, that disorder, or whatever it may be. Exactly. If I know this information, then I know how to you know approach the situation. Yeah. Whereas if I don't know it, what I'm gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna fly off the rails. Exactly. Whatever happens, happens. I'm gonna know? escalate quickly. Exactly. That's a smart idea. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that you know should definitely be you know in the system. You know, but <sighs> yeah, that's right. right. Let's talk about that. But, um, that would be cool too. Yeah, just to kind of have the rain in there. Sound effect, yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, so this is it was like the same interview. I think it was crazy. They were talking, but here's the problem with like community policing a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's, it's because like he was talking. What's the guy's name again? Michael C. Hall. All right. Yeah, you got to watch. I got to send this to you. But anyway, he was talking about how it's like they have to meet certain quotas no matter what, and like even if you are in a certain location, let's say you drive around there, you know things are going on, but like it's not the safest environment for you. Right. Um then like they'll send you out into like they'll they'll give you the nicer neighborhood and say you can go here but still find something wrong and it's like if you don't then we're gonna punish you by putting you or station you in a bad neighborhood because you're not doing your job right. when it's like that's the whole, the whole profiling thing comes yeah. up like racial profiling it's crazy yeah. like I got stopped we were talking about this oh, with yeah, Chris yeah, 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 yeah. but I got stopped like I was putting this is crazy controversial so I don't care whoever if the cop sees it <laughs> whatever know, right. but it was definitely screwed it up was, it was real messed up it was yeah. two two big topics but one was I was with Sky mm-hmm. we were in the car um, my brother was in the front seat I was driving her car oh. and we were driving into Baltimore to go drop my brother off we went to go see my little brother's basketball game up in Pennsylvania yeah. we went back and we're on our way back and then um, this cop was following her car like following us while I'm driving for a good like mile, mile and a half. Right. And that's that's a long distance in Baltimore City. Like a mile and a half is far mm-hmm. yeah. in a city. And I'm like, all right, so I'm wondering what's going on. Like, is he end like gonna pull me over? Or is yeah. he just whatever? That's when you're like, man, just hit the lights. Yeah, yeah I'm like, right, just, right, like yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, like you're up? making me real uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he ends up finally hitting on the lights, and he's like, pull the car over, and he's yelling over the 
speaker. The, uh, speaker. And I'm like, where am I going to pull over? We're like in the middle of like um, Fed Hill and there's nowhere, like there's cars oh, lying. Yeah. So yeah, there's nowhere to yeah. park. So I'm like trying to not be in the middle of the road and he's screaming, pull over, pull over. So I finally pull over and he comes up to the window and I'm like shaking because like yeah. that's, I never get, never get pulled over. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And Sky's like, Chill relax, out. like yeah. it's okay, it'll be fine. She's like, just roll the window down and give him your license. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, yeah. So I literally, before he even got out of the car, he had my wallet out, yeah. got my license. I was like, get the registration, Shamar. I already had it for Playing him. No games. Yeah. So I was like, just holding my hand, and I was still nervous. So he rolls the window down. I rolled the window down. I hand him the license registration. Yeah. And he was like, did you know that your tags are expired? And I was like, they're expired? I was like, the registration says that we're good. And he goes, well, he's like, she didn't put the new stickers on, or no, she said you didn't put the new stickers on, or something. Yeah. The whole time he's doing this, he's looking in the back, yeah. like looking at her, like making sure she's okay. Yeah. Like we just kidnapped her. Right. Yeah, no. And so it started off with just him, right? And then he goes back, yeah. look at my license or whatever. Yeah. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and Sky just goes, "Oh fuck this shit!" <laughs> and I was like, "What is it?" She goes, "There's like five cop cars behind us." That's crazy. And I'm like, "For what?" Yeah, like for I didn't reason. even do anything. I was a speeding nothing. I was like, "For this." So he comes back, and he's like, "Can you step out of the vehicle for a second? And then that's when she stepped in and was like, "Is there a problem?" Yeah. You know, like I want to know what's going on. This is my car. It's my. It's in my dad's name, but this is my vehicle. He goes, ma'am, we just we need to just talk to them for a second. She goes, no, you can talk to me too. Like, what's the problem? Yeah. And then he goes, well, he's like, can I have you guys step out of the car for a second? So then I'm like, all right, I'm listening to this dude because I'm not getting shot today. That's the first yeah. thing, man. Just so I just got out of the car. I was like, I'm just doing whatever he's saying. So I got out of the car, and of course, guys, I love her, but she's she gets feisty because yeah, she's like, I'm not like, cool with that. Out, yeah. So yeah, she got out of the car too, and. Um, he was just saying that he wanted to show her where the tags were and yeah. where to put the stickers on. Yeah. But when we got out, we look, and there's just, like, all these diesel cops just, yeah. like, sitting there with their arms folded, yeah. like, standing in front of their like, cars, like, waiting. Yeah. And I'm like, all this for what? Yeah. And I was like, you guys have nothing else to do. I'm like, we're in Baltimore, which is a pretty, not the best city, yeah. but there's things that go on. Hill. And I'm in Fed Hill, and you need six cop cars <laughs> to well, come over there's just a- for that. I mean, dude, it's like, crazy, man. as a cop, you're supposed to, you know, be aware of your surroundings, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so as a cop, you know, he pulls you over, he, he talks to you. Yeah. Like, just somebody talking to you, they're not going to think that you're some fucking, you know, I'm not goon, aggressive, right, exactly. Right, you know, or your brother. Yeah. You know, right. so yeah. it's just, f- for all that to happen, yeah. it's kind of like, what's the what's the bigger issue? Exactly. You know, like, what's the bigger story here? Well, my brother said, he's like, one thing you got to watch out for, he's like, don't put air fresheners in your car. Because they'll instantly think that you're trying to use it to cover up the smell of drugs. Uh, and that was hanging in the window. And it's so eerie how he's, he said it literally like two minutes before the lights came on. Oh, really? He was like, you probably shouldn't have these up here. Because he's like, I know, right? <laughs> as soon as he says that, it was like, whoop, whoop. Maybe Shamari was freaking him out. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, all right, this dude. Shit. Exactly. But it was just crazy. I was like, this is nuts. And that's when I was like, all right, this is trying to explain to my girlfriend, but I'm like, this is a realistic thing. Yeah, yeah. this happens. This happens all the I'm time. The I mean, we laugh about it now, but it's like, it's a real issue, yeah. you know, in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like people are getting shot left and right, you know, and, and people aren't talking about it as much anymore. Anymore, yeah. It's yeah, but like, quiet down, yeah. It's, it's still a problem. But it's still going on. You know, it, it's a problem. It was a problem in the 90s. It, it's, you know, nobody's yeah. really filming it, you know, except right. the, you know, the Roddy King thing. Uh-huh. But like now, sure. people have camera phones and all that shit. Now it's more you know out there and open. But it's a problem, man. And I think it's gonna be a problem for a while. Yeah. I don't know how to get rid of racism, you know. There, and right, I don't think so 
there is no way to get rid of racism. I don't think there. I don't no. think there is. It's, it's inherent. It's, it, it, yeah, it's, exactly. And it's something innate in us. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the way we're programmed. Yeah. Is to kind of stick with you know what's what's been what's, in our, our society or, right. or in our, or what our you're household used to, or what, yeah. what, what looks like you yeah. and what sounds like you what you know walks talks eats like you exactly because there's something different you, you keep that i mean you go back into like you know caveman times or the nomads or whatever exactly it's the same exact thing that they think you know scientists discovered that it even happened back then exactly man like so. it, it is it is like it's taught man yeah, yeah. it really is taught there's a guy. It's taught and it's innate. Like yeah. it's, it's natural. Now, prejudice. Yeah, that's something totally different. I think that's a hard debate to well, explain to people the difference. With the difference between prejudice racism and racism? racism. Yeah, for people to actually understand it. Yeah, like it's, well, prejudice is, is isn't prejudice thinking that you are better than someone because of your your race or because of the color not, of your skin? Well, that's probably one aspect of it. It's just more so, I think, just using it, breaking down, is just prejudging someone right. for not understanding. Okay. That's all it really well, is. Well, then what's, the, what's racism? Racism has to do with the... I don't like you because of your race. Yeah, exactly. particularly yeah. your race. They're both so fucked like, up. They're both fucked up, but they're yeah. so similar, but yeah. it's like people have gotten like prejudiced tendencies based off of races. Like, they balance the two together. Yeah. But in reality, it's like you can prejudge someone that's the same race as you, you can also still be racist towards someone who's the same race as you. So it's like, it's exactly. a fine line. So and you... a lot of times when you come with prejudice, when you come in with prejudice, you actually are um, coming from a position of authority. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Exactly. So that's one of the biggest differences right there. And yeah. fear. I think fear is more, I think fear dictates prejudice actions more than it does just being naturally racist. I don't think racist, racism is always fear-based. I yeah. think racism is just you were taught not to like someone. Well, there's there's yeah. fear in both of them. You know? For sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's definitely. the whole thing. Fear of the unknown. Yeah. Fear exactly. of something different. You know, yeah. change. You know, you know? Or yeah, fear of yeah. someone exactly. being better change, than yeah. you. Like, yeah. if, like, if you go yeah. into the, if you go into, like, the, the deepest parts of West Virginia, you know, with a bunch of white mm-hmm. people who've never seen black people before, and they have, like, a small TV. Come on, they watch football. Yeah, but like they're gonna have a certain, a certain you know, image yeah, of what a black dude TV. is. Yeah, right. of course. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not gonna animal. let you marry their daughter, but they might watch it. They might root for you for football. That'd be a problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> speaking like of Ronnie Rhodes. But but I mean, here's the thing, man. Is I was watching no, this, I, I was watching this movie. I think Paul Walker was in it. But like, there were the two Klansmen. Peace, Paul Walker. Yeah, no, rest peace, Paul Walker. But there was there's literally two Klansmen. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about like you know going to the the rally and shit like that and like yeah we're gonna fucking you know hang some nigger blah blah blah, blah. Um, and then they started talking they're like but you know like I really like Tyrone down the street and Paul Walker's like I like Tyrone too I don't understand what's up with all this fucking you know racist shit you know he's a cool dude <laughs> he's a kid man I like you know and, I mean, and that's the thing it's like not you, you just don't know someone man. Mm-hmm. and sometimes that's environment. Like, yeah, it's, it's totally. And it's not a even problem. a situation somebody's teaching you. Like for instance, I know for myself, like I can say this, and I've told many of people this. Where I come from, like city was very segregated. Okay. So like a lot of the when I was growing up, white people that I did come across were from a position of authority. Okay. So like, of course, like authority figures when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You naturally your first inclination is to lash out against them, like yeah. rebel or whatever. I don't like you. Yeah. And, and it, take, it took me going into college where I was like, oh, yeah. man, you got the same, you, 
you like that music? You like that same kind of drink? You exactly. know, like That's so true. on and so forth. And I was like, oh shit, damn, we're all the same here. All right, yeah. cool. I can, yeah. I can rock with this. Well, the majority of I think the the culture now, um, at least the millennials, which I think is what like everyone who's like eighteen to like thirty um, something mm-hmm. or whatever, thirty something. Um, we kind of all grew up with each other. So like, right. I used to hang out with like you know Chinese people, you know Chinese girls, white girls, black girls, obviously mm-hmm. Latino girls. You know, I had all these type of di- different, you know, mixed type friends. You know, so it's just like you, when you look at it right now, you're just kind of like, it's 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 changing, but it's not changing like fast enough. Well, you know, a big part of it too is when you're stuck in a certain environment, and you're surrounded right. by only certain races. Right. It's yeah. like that's what you're gonna learn, and that's right. what's gonna come up. And it's comfortable. We're in a very diverse like right. location, you guys live so in a diverse location, exactly. so you're gonna have those experiences yeah. where you're interacting with. Exactly. Versus if we grew up in inner city Baltimore, that's yeah. not so happening. It's not, no, no, not that's all you, you only know what you are taught or what you can see. You can't, and that's the thing. It's like if you're not going to learn anything different, then not that it's right or you want it to be okay, but it's like I can't really knock on people for having those thoughts. Right. That's why I love sports so much. Yeah. Like people don't even understand the bond. I, the bond that yeah. it creates. No, I agree. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. You could literally. It's nuts. That's what we're talking about. You could hate someone. Yeah. hate someone's background not that I'm saying from experience of anything for any of us but like exactly. someone can really hate someone exactly and then they go to a sports. football game and they give them a high five music the like same touchdown. thing yo yeah. like alright so yeah, when, when the Saints won the Super Bowl yeah literally like it, they, they actually did an article on it like the mm-hmm. race relations and how basically it looked like a totally different New Orleans like exactly. everybody was just high five and hugging kissing everything from Different races. That was a good year. We watched that Super Bowl together. You remember that? Did we? Dude, 2009. Where were we at? We watched that. We were at my mom's house. Okay. We were up in Pennsylvania. Alec was with us too, I think. Oh, okay. Dude, we yeah. watched it. I remember that. It was Damn. like snow on the ground and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, I was this like, a long time ago. yeah, because my parents went to a party around the corner. Okay. We oh yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah, it's like shit. It's yeah. like I remember watching. You that. guys was walking on snow and I was on Bourbon Street, so shit having a good <laughs> yeah, of course. Time, I mean, and it's your team. I felt that way oh, with the Ravens. Man. Are you can chilling. That was the first time I ever like <clears throat> really dropped a tear. Like, really? Yeah, I was dropped. I had to the tear let go. As, as, yeah, as, as, no, as an adult, won. I was like, dude, dude, I, thought, the I, thought, I thought the Ravens were gonna lose, man. Yeah, I thought like, the, the, I thought, the lights went out. I was like, this game is changed. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was rigged. Yeah, I thought it was rigged, man. The lights You're went like, out at what, like insane. halftime? Or halftime, or? and we were up 35. No, 30 was the final score of the game, 37, 30. Well, something like that. 37, 35, yeah. or something crazy. like three-point we difference. But, um, 34, I think. But the thing about it, they we started. We didn't score the whole second but they, half. They, yeah, they started coming back. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit. This game good. has changed. You know? That's the thing, man. What happened to Joe Flacco? <laughs> you know? What happened? Yeah, what happened? We already Sweet. know what happened. Should we actually delve into this? I mean, come on. Now. Y'all I was just talking. Want to know? Y'all want to talk about you? Why not? I'm wearing my Ravens, my Ravens gear. Today. I was going to wear it. And you wear, you got your O's hat on. So yeah. I might as well talk about I, I, Baltimore I sports. Those. Yeah, why not? But we, know, it's like, we know what happened <clears> to Flacco. We know what really happened to Flacco. But what the? I mean, like, he he's a very talented quarterback. Right. Very talented quarterback. He, I don't think he has enough weapons, to be honest. I mean, he's had Bolden, he's had you know Steve Smith, which are sit back a little here, which are which are which are uh, Torch Smith, really good receivers. But it's just why is he? Why hasn't he had that like long term beast of a receiver? You know, like I can't. Here's the thing with Flacco, I can't blame him. I'm saying blame him. I can't say that the reason why he's not playing well is because of just the people around him 
He's not a hungry quarterback. Once he got that Super that Bowl is. victory. Well, do you know that, though? He doesn't Based show off it. Of he show show, show he me. Show Flacco. Show he, me he, he that you not, are hungry. He might not show You're it. not. He yeah. might not show it, but you just you don't know. That's just his demeanor. But yeah, it's cool, calm, collected, but but it doesn't win fire, you. Man. Yeah, where's I the mean, fire? look, look, man, I want to see that fire more than anybody, you know. But that now, tell me, tell me how many cool, <clears throat> collective quarterbacks won multiple Super Bowls? Give um, me a name of someone think, that goes down in history. I think uh, <laughs> Jim Montana. You yeah, think he yeah. was that cool though? Steve Young. Well, Steve Young, Steve Young was a little fiery. But you tell me, he never showed emotion. It, it was a different era back. Then. You can even you can even say Eli is kind of. Okay, modern day yes, then. Eli. You Eli know. is the perfect. You know, yeah. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, but he Aaron still Rogers. shows more motion than Flacco he does. does, dude. Eli, yeah. that's, that's Eli's the, emotion. That's the dead face. However, <laughs> when he does do something good, all we get out of Flacco is one of these. You can't. That's it. And then he just back on the field. The beard, man. He doesn't talk to anyone when he gets off the field. He just sits by himself with his helmet and his Gatorade, and then he's like, "Oh, offense is back on. Let me go." Every like, every quarterback can't be Tom Brady. I don't want him to be Tom Brady. You know, I just want him to show, show a little bit of fires. I agree. I understand. That. I don't say that. I'm not saying as he a fan. Care. Not as a fan. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like for instance, um, it impresses me to see a quarterback come off after a horrible drive yeah. and then go to his offensive line or go to his receiver and say, "You messed up," or "That's my fault." We're getting it next play. Well, well, maybe Joe's just not that guy. Yeah. Maybe know, we need to find not. that guy. Who's that guy? But that's I what agree. Because that's that elevates the team. Had it does. Ride. We did have, but Tyrod <laughs> Ty didn't have a chance did. to show himself yet. I'm a big Tyrod fan. So I am really? too. Tyrod, yeah. you didn't like him? Come on. I mean, he's I, think, a mini, I, I, think I don't want to compare him, but he's a, he's a mini Buffalo. Mike Vick. He did really good. But, like, for under us, like, we didn't yeah. play him that much. I mean, play him in the preseason. every preseason, he, he just really went dirty on that. I know it was the preseason, but still. You, you got to look at it like this, though. You put so much money into Joe Flacco, you know. You yeah, but that's where it started. That's yeah. where, like, we backed up his – we said that we're cool with you just being who you are, which I'm not saying you don't want your quarterback to yeah. not feel comfortable. I like our running back situation. I think our running back situation yeah. is really good. I think our offensive line's okay. Who do you um, think we're going first in the draft? Have you been watching it all? Not really. I, I really but don't know. We're getting 16th pick, but there's three good receivers that we could potentially get. We need a receiver. We need. We definitely need D line help, big okay. time, because Suggs is getting old. He we just got old. rid of Doomerville. Okay. So, <clears throat> so yeah, just, you look at uh, our defense they, last year. Yeah. Our defense was. It was good. It was. It was, it was top five. We're number one for a while. We were top five you know, at the end of the year. That's every year, pretty much, honestly. Uh, yeah, not the last couple of weeks. after the Super Bowl, we have been really low. That's why we weren't making the playoffs. Okay. Man. I, I say that because our offense was not doing shit, mm. or it would be okay. And then our defense is what always carries us into the play playoffs, and we haven't been in the playoffs the last. Dude, year. I thought you know, like, and I don't like to hate on anybody, but like, <clears throat> I'm not hating on. But Mosley, mm. I thought Mosley would be a, a a better middle linebacker. I think he's a. I still think, I think he he's is. good, but like, I, I think I, he's, I wanted that like. Fire, man. Yeah, you see that because you're like, oh man, you see how he killed in Alabama. Yeah, he's gonna kill. Well, it look, here. Who's, like, look whose shoes he's filling. Yeah. You know, yeah, the greatest. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and obviously, he's not gonna be on that level of no, greatness. But, but, but he's a good linebacker. He's a good linebacker. And they're apparently looking at um, another Alabama linebacker. Is uh, I forget his name. Right. Do you know who he is? You know, what I'm no. He's solid too. He's pretty good too. I can't think of his name. I don't pay attention to y'all draft because I get honestly, I get frustrated. Because at the end of the draft, every damn every every year, mm-hmm. a plus draft, no matter what, Ozzy did it again. Ozzy did it again. You don't think Ozzy's that good? <laughs> I don't think he's that good. Really? Just take that hat off your head. That's not a Ravens hat. But you're in Baltimore, man. 
Say, I'm he's sorry. not that great of an offensive I think he is. A, I think he is a good GM. General manager? Yeah. I think he yeah. is a good GM. But, like, every year they say y'all have an A-plus draft. Well, I think people are still riding the wave of uh, John Noggin, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. It's, it's kind of confusing to me. Like, Well, I, I think he's great. But I think for the past couple of years, it's, well, I don't know, man. Well, here's the thing, though. It is, what, a, it is what, amazing. You just said it yourself. But what past qualifies in A-plus I'm sorry. Draft? What happened the past couple of years? I understand, but what, just, from your perspective, what would you consider <clears throat> being an A-plus draft? Like the people that you draft automatically, instantly, their you first year? You had A-plus draft? Cowboys. Cowboys did have a good draft. But that's, that that's that rare. Sick, but yeah, yeah, but I know. That's but an that's, A-plus draft. I agree on that because well, like you had instant players that came also, in and made an the They built up too. their offensive line. That's what I was about to say. It took time for that. It took time. Yeah, right? so it was like years. Back, in, back in 2009 or, or 10 when they were getting offensive linemen, mm-hmm. people were like, what are you doing, Jerry? Right, right. What are you doing? Now, you know, now you're like, oh, okay. I don't know if you're thinking of or not. Yeah. I don't think it would have. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's every. I'm sorry, I don't feel like anybody should have an A plus draft right it's, it's, outside it's of the right coming right out of the gate. It's hard to say that. 